Our order of service is on page 167, and uh, we begin with the um, confession and absolution, so we rise. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all our righteousness. Let us then confess our sins to God, our Father. Most merciful God, God, we confess that we are unable to sin and unclean. We have sinned against the wish of our Lord and by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your presence and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his son to die for you and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We continue with the entrance hymn, hymn 657. Please be seated.
we rise? In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. The Lord be with you. And also with you. 
Let us pray together. O Lord God, you led your ancient people through the wilderness and brought them to the promised land. Guide now the people of your church that follow in our Savior. We may walk through the wilderness of this world toward the glory of the world to come. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated for the reading. The first reading is from the 26th chapter of Deuteronomy. When you have entered the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance and have taken possession of it and settled in it, take some of the first fruits of all that you produce from the soil of the land the Lord your God is giving you and put them in a basket. Then go to the place the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name, and say to the priest in office at the time, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come to the land the Lord swore to our ancestors to give us. The priest shall take the basket from your hands and set it down in front of the altar of the Lord your God. Then you shall declare before the Lord your God, my father was a wandering Aramean, and he went down into Egypt with a few people and lived there and became a great nation, powerful and numerous. But the Egyptians mistreated us and made us suffer, subject, subjecting us to harsh labor. Then we cried out to the Lord, the God of our ancestors, and the Lord heard our voice and saw our misery, toil, and oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm with great terror and with signs and wonders. He brought us to this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And now I bring the first fruits of the soil that you, Lord, have given me. Place the basket before the Lord your God and bow down before him. Then you and the Levites and the foreigners residing among you shall rejoice in all the good things the Lord your God has given to you and your household. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Hymn 727. <laughs>
chapter of Romans. The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame, for there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is the word of the Lord. We rise for the Lenten verse. Spirit left the Jordan was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. 
The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him and in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to, the, to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels according to you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up on their, in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Jesus answered, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. This is the gospel of the Lord. The hymn of the day, hymn 424. Please be seated. God's mercy, his peace be multiplied to you through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So we are encouraged to remain faithful to the Lord. And we see Jesus undergoing the temptations that Satan would have before him so that life would be easier. In the Old Testament lesson, when you look at that, we have a demonstration on what is to happen when the children of Israel finally reach the promised land. Now, what had happened previously? 
Well, you know, the, the Egyptians had, had taken hold of Israel. Israel had lived among the Egyptians, and then finally, uh, Egyptians had enslaved them. They'd forgotten about all that uh, Jacob had, had uh, all that Joseph had done. Jacob, Jacob had done. And, uh, um, and so, Joseph, it's Joseph, isn't it? Good, good heavens. Well, anyway, uh, he, had, he had been the second in, in command below uh, Pharaoh, and, uh, and then we had just uh, heard about what happened last week when the brothers came and found, oh my goodness, he's not dead at all. He's, he's, still, he's still very much alive, and he can kill us if he wants to by just the snap of his finger or the wave of his hand. Well, after a while, uh, the Egyptians forgot about that and enslaved the uh, Israelites, and the Israelites called on God. God brought them out with signs and wonders into the wilderness, and what did they do? What was the first thing they did? One of the first things they did. They, they started to complain. Moses went up for a time, and they thought, well, he fell off a crevice somewhere, you know. Moses, uh, you know, those long robes, it's not the best for mountain climbing, I guess, so... They were thinking that Moses was at the bottom of some ravine somewhere. And then they immediately turned to another god. And isn't that the way that goes? Something happens to us and we look for other solutions. The world is filled with examples of this. You know, uh, if it's not self-help, it's, you know, I don't know, now the now you get, I get in my emails, this life hack, life hack. You know what a life hack is? It's kind of like a wormhole, you know. Ah, oh, well, it, well, one of the biggest ones is all I have to do is take a pill at nighttime and just, you know, I mean, you'll, you'll want to be awake for this to see the fat fly off of your body. And there's pictures and pictures and pictures of people who were, you know, really fat um, and uh, who are now uh, not fat. And uh, makes you kind of want to use that life hack. But I don't know if there's a life hack for the pandemic. I don't know if there's a life hack for war. But all of these things occurred. And we have an example of Jesus Christ who, in this time, was approached by Satan. And Satan was a power below God who had elevated himself to a power above God. Now the key words there is elevated himself. And I don't know if he understood, surely he understood who he was talking to. God himself in Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ, who was both God and man, through 
through being begotten into the flesh by the Father through the Holy Spirit. And Jesus was here to go through battles that you and I have not been asked to go through. Now, having said that, look around and see the battles. Are these battles significant? Sure they are. To us they are. Even battles now that happen on the other side of the world will affect our lives. Gas prices. Just regular days of life. And this comes, this comes on the tail end of pandemics which caused all kinds of supply problems, right? So you walk in the store and you go, what is this? Empty shelves. If it's not toilet paper, it's tissues. If it's not tissues, it's something else. Well, what are we going to do? What did the world do before toilet paper and tissues? I don't know. Maybe they survived. I don't know. Maybe they all died and we're all ghosts. <laughs> Having said that, it's still significant that we do have these difficulties that come and then other difficulties on top. And it wants to drive us to say, what next, God? As if we are now supposed to shake our finger at God because God promised that we would not dash our foot against the stone. And what does that mean? Well, translated into our culture and into our context, Americans shouldn't suffer anything. How dare we have people starving? How dare we have anything that is undignified? And so everyone is special and everyone's opinion is valid and everyone's a hero and everyone's, you know, uh, in the Midwest, uh, everyone's okay. And if that doesn't happen, we stumble and we fall. Thank God Satan has not been unleashed on us the way he was unleashed on Jesus. But what did Jesus, how did Jesus respond? Jesus responded by knowing who he is. If he's hungry, he certainly isn't going to take food from Satan through some kind of a, a deal. If you look back at it, Satan had not changed his tactics at all. This was the same thing that he offered Adam and Eve. You know, here's, this, here's, the, here's what's good for you. It's kind of like some salesman, right? They come and they sell you on something, and then you realize, you know, they sold me. I, I thought that this was the best truck in the whole wide world, and it could uh, save me from I don't know what. Everything, every, you know, I could cook in it and, uh, you know, whatever. And then you take it home and you realize, doggone it, it's just a truck. Didn't I know this? And so, yes, you have a UFI in your house, but you still have to sweep, don't you? Yeah, you do. You have a, you have a, a, a pressure washer, you know, at home, 
so that you can wash your vehicle, but then you still have to scrub. A lot of these life hacks that we have, we still have to, to, to do this. I mean, what are you doing here today? Don't you realize that you can wait just a little bit and you can go and you can just turn on your computer and press a button and boom, you have the service right there. You don't have to get up, get dressed, show up early or late. You can just do it at home. These, I think, are some of the temptations that hit us. And then when it does hit us, then we have a choice of either becoming more generous or less generous. I mean, you look at... at the battle in Ukraine and you see how people are trying to be generous. People like you and like me. There are people on YouTube who've been, you know, hi, I'm somebody from Ukraine and I have a YouTube channel and, you know, I'm just going to show you about Ukraine and then there's others from Russia. I'm going to show you about Russia. I'm going to show you normal life and all of that stuff. And, and, uh, and now, it's, uh, now it's kind of interesting. Because these people ask for support. And do you support Ukrainians and not support Russians? Or do you just say, now wait a minute, we have our own problems. I mean, have you seen the gas prices? Have you seen all of that stuff? So we can't help you because we're busy helping ourselves. What do we do with those kinds of things? I think the answer that we're being led to in, in Scripture is when you, when you see what the Israelites are told to do, and that, that is after 40 years of wandering through the wilderness, here is what we're, here's what God wants for you to do. God wants you to live a thankful life. Does God protect us? Yes. Are we protected from everything? Come on. No. Sometimes some of those things that, that we are not protected from could include things like ourselves, right? If you have a snotty attitude, guess what you're going to get back in return? If you don't know that you have a snotty attitude and then somebody's snotty back to you, you'll go, how dare they? I'm a good, loving person. You think God is going to save you from yourself and tell you, you know, you shouldn't have said that thing. You, you don't, what did I say? I didn't say that. <laughs> yes, you did. And for some people, you know, yelling at the kids to get off the lawn might be a right that they have. For other people, it might be just rude. And maybe they'll bring eggs next time and throw it at your house. And you'll say, I was just asking, you know, something that was. And we have these things within ourselves. To defend ourselves, even though we're wrong. To see things as gray when actually it's sunshiny outside. Have you ever had a bad attitude when it's sunshiny outside? 
Yeah, because you got up on the wrong side of the bed that morning. And then maybe it's something. Well, what is that? And then you tune into your own brain, and if you're honest, you might say to yourself, well, why am I so upset about, the, about these little things? Look at what I have. Look at what God has given me. Aha, now we're starting to, to let our faith speak to us and guide us. Because in some ways, it's not about you. It's about what God has done. Yes, but in other ways, it is about you. It's about what Christ has done for you. And we respond not so much that, that you know, I, as the Bible says, if somebody slaps you on the cheek, you turn the other cheek and say, here you go. It's having that higher understanding that whatever happens in this life, there's something far better. In other words, this life that we live, this is not the final frontier. This isn't the final life that we have. When we die, there's something far better. God himself has told us the God who created this world. And by the way, we didn't create God. God created us. But there's a lot of people who have bought into what Satan has to sell, and they think that God is whatever they say God is, or whomever they say God is. And so there's a lot of definitions, and then other people of God, and then other people look around and they say, look, people are inventing God any way they want, so now I'm going to invent my own God. And so the fire is lit and the fire spreads. And you and I get to live in that fire, don't we? Of people who in this free world, this world that you can do anything you want to do, as long as it doesn't hurt somebody else, and that's a whole other sermon probably, But we do have freedom and we can do, we, we have self-determination and we can either do or choose not to do. And a lot of people have made a lot of choices. And what are we to do? Value our freedom and yet want to say no to them? That's not the way this world is built. But you know what? That's the way the world is going to go, and that's the way the world does go. God speaks, and we follow what God says. So, live thankful lives, because look at what God has done for you. He sent Jesus Christ, his only son, into the flesh to suffer all that Satan had to throw at him. And he had to suffer. Because you and I can't suffer enough to pay for the sins of the world. But Jesus did it for us. What a miracle that is. And that's without anything else that we have been given. But God gives us so much more. Now I'm starting to, to sound like a salesman. And that's not all. But it's true. 
And some people don't get all of the gifts. Just like in the United States, you know, we look at some people and say, boy, if I was rich, I'd be the best Christian ever. Well, you're not. But you don't live in Ukraine, do you? Or some other places. You live in a, I mean, are we privileged? Absolutely. And I don't mean in some of those other ways. I'm talking about worldwide privilege, which may not be something to be ashamed of, but maybe something that we can say thank you, God, for. Because Christianity is the privilege of showing up before God Almighty. And it is offered to the whole world, no matter where you live, no matter what color your skin is, no matter what situation you imagine yourself being in. Christ suffered and died for you and offers you a life far beyond what you see today. And by the way, what you see today is still blessings upon blessings because you have this, this stuff that you can take out of your wallet. And you don't even need that. You can just use plastic, you know, with a bunch of numbers. I, I, it's just it's amazing. You go and you swipe and you get to take something home. Something you need, more often something you want. What a blessing that is. And we can come here to church, and we can worship God. And you don't have to, to sneak out so that you're not caught by the government or anybody else. Because we have freedom in our religion. And while other people may feel free to be non-religious, that's a choice that they make. But thanks be to God that he has called us and we act as his children because that's who we are, his children. And so we are thankful. So we come to church and in a similar way to the way the children of Israel were directed to come before God's altar, we come and we bring our thanksgiving. And we say, thank you, Lord. Because we know that even though our lives aren't perfect, I mean, and God has told us, we are sinful human beings. And things will happen here on this earth. But hang on, right? Hang on. Jesus has come, and Jesus will come again. This theme floats around in the Lenten season. Hang on. Hang on because God's promises will come to pass as they always have. And when they finally do, there will be no more war. There will be no more, I don't know, I, let me, trips to the dentist, right? Or if they are, they'll be fun. I don't know. There will be no more decay, no more death, no more sorrow, no more, well, really, 
you won't have to come and, and listen to me because God is going to be your temple, your, your pastor, your shepherd, God himself. This is what we have to look forward to. This is the promised land that we proceed. So right now, see yourself as being on a journey. Read how the children of Israel went through the wilderness, and yet their clothes didn't wear out because, you know, you didn't have Louis Vuitton or whatever stores. You didn't have those little, you know, trolleys out being rolled out into the wilderness, you know, for a few shekels, you know. Hey, well, you know, it's a knockoff. Well, we'll take it anyway. But what's the price? Oh, no, you know, you'll have to be, do better than that. They didn't have all of that, and God took care of them. In many ways, God takes care of us the same way, even though we may not even realize it because we have disposable funds that we can go and we can get whatever we want. Even if you don't feel like you're the richest person in the world, do you lack for anything? No. But realize that you are on a journey just like the children of Israel were on a journey. And God has promised you a promised land that is far better even, even than the promised land the children of Israel received, a land flowing with milk and honey. This is our promise. So hang on. Don't let Satan beat you up. Don't let this world beat you up. Don't let yourself beat you up. Right? Because that's probably one of the biggest problems is sitting there and feeling sorry for ourselves which we do. And there are great kingdoms who have come through in the history and they have collapsed on themselves. Why? Because they just couldn't get enough. And finally, they overspent their means. Could we be like that? Are we overspending our means? Oh. <laughs> if we haven't yet, we're getting there. But that's the way of the world. Don't overspend your means. Don't overspend your faith. See it for what it is, a gift of God, lest anyone should boast, and lest anyone should look at it and say, Ha! Is that it? I demand more. No. Receive what God has given you in thankfulness. Be thankful, be loving to others as much as you are to yourself. Love, because God is love, and God sent Jesus to suffer and die. God himself suffered and died for you and for me. What more do we need? And the answer to that is nothing. If God is for us, who can be against us exactly? So, in the midst of Lenten season, in the midst of maybe lesser full shelves than we're used to, in the midst of having to wear masks when everybody knows that it's our right to not wear masks if we don't want to, in the midst 
of helping people over in some other area of the world, which is going to hurt us financially in the pocket, in the midst of all of those things that are out there to distract us, don't forget whose you are, child of God, blessed beyond any merit that you could ever show, blessed far beyond what this world has to offer, and doesn't it have to offer a lot? But don't put this world above God, because God is the one who makes the promises, not this world, not you, not anyone else, not that well-meaning, smiling, handsome salesman, not those fat people who are now skinny. God is the real deal. May these words reach your hearts and fill you with comfort, knowing that you haven't bought a bum steer, that God is not something that is too good to be true. He is good, but He also is true. Hang on to that, because God Himself has given you that faith. And this faith doesn't come from yourself. This faith is a gift of God, lest anyone should boast. Go with God, and the peace of the Lord be with you. Amen. We rise in response and make our Christian confession in this fellowship and to the world by the words of the Nicene Creed on page 174. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things, visible and invisible. We pray. Lord Most High, 
be the dwelling place of your people for the sake of Jesus who suffered temptation and death for our redemption. Be our refuge. Preserve us from every evil and plague and strengthen us in faith so that we might be satisfied with your salvation. Lord, in your mercy. O oh Lord, in the midst of this life, we are beset by many temptations. Fix our eyes on our Lord Jesus, who bore temptation for us and resisted to the point of death, and bring us through the evils of this fallen world to dwell with you forever. Lord, in your mercy. Father in heaven, your son trampled the serpent underfoot and freed us from sin and death by his own death on the cross. Protect and preserve all whom you call to preach Christ and him crucified. Command your angels concerning them, guard them in all the ways, and bear them up for the sake of Jesus. Lord, in your mercy. Lord of all, you bestow your riches on all who call upon you. Bless parents with all wisdom as they teach their children your ways, that all in the household may confess with their mouths that Jesus is Lord. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, govern the kingdoms of this world according to your holy and gracious will. Protect authorities from every temptation of the devil who falsely claim sovereignty over them and equip them to curb what is evil and promote what is good. Lord, in your mercy. God of all mercy, you answer those who call upon you. Hear our prayers for all who are in need of healing and restoration, especially all of those people that we have in our bulletin and that we uh, from time to time voice here in the service, but uh, but everyday voice at home. We ask that you'd also be with the Ty Crouch family uh, at, at uh, Ty's uh, death. And uh, we ask that you would be with Kent Higgins and those people who um, attend to him as he has suffered a, um, a heart attack. Lord, you know all of these things and things that are far beyond our worlds, like, uh, like your beloved uh, children, um, in, in the areas of the world who are troubled and who are fighting each other and uh, for whatever reason, maybe they don't even know. And Lord, yes, we are that misled and yes, we are that short-sighted, uh, but we ask that you would rest your hand upon these situations, upon the illnesses that we have. And we ask that you would rescue us and all of these people. We come uh, to you on 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 their behalf, according to your gracious will. Lord, in your mercy. O Lord, everyone who believes in Jesus as Lord will not be put to shame. Unite your people in a right confession of your word and thus freed from disagreement over your truth. Bring us with penitent hearts to receive the great riches of your son's body and blood. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, your son was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to suffer temptation for our sake as part of our redemption. Strengthen us when we are tempted so that we do not take his obedience for granted and teach us to rely upon your word as our defense against the evil one. Through the same Jesus Christ, your son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Uh, we continue with the offertory on page 176.
Lord be with you. truly good right and salutary that we should at all times and all places give thanks to you holy lord almighty father everlasting god through jesus christ our lord who overcame the assaults of the devil and gave his life as a ransom for many that with cleansed hearts we might be prepared joyfully to celebrate the paschal feast in the serenity and truth therefore with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven we laud and magnify your glorious name evermore praising you and singing Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth, for you have had mercy on those whom you created and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, strengthen us with your word and spirit, and grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us to do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb and His kingdom, which has no end. Gracious to receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. I will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, the same night he was betrayed, took bread when he had given thanks, he broke it gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. This do as often as you eat it in remembrance of me. In the same way, also, after supper, he took the cup when he had blessed it. He gave it to his disciples, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament, my blood shed for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
forward and kneel before the Lord our God. All are welcome.
We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift, and we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same in faith toward you and fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Please be seated. 